Hello and welcome to Encouraging Others in Loving Jesus. I'm your host, Kim Smith. This is episode 229, The Privilege of Crying Out to the Lord. So we've spent the last few weeks of the podcast in 2 Samuel 22, which is the same text as is in Psalm 18. It is a song of David after he had seen God give him victory over Saul and other enemies. And so you can go back, if you haven't been listening, you can go back and listen to the other episodes. There's probably like three or four of them where we have broken apart 2 Samuel 22 and just looked at David as he is reminiscing. I don't know if that's the best word, but he's really reflecting, I guess is better, on just how good the Lord had been to him. And as we've mentioned before, 2 Samuel 22, it's kind of interesting uh, where it is placed. So the song itself was one that David wrote earlier in his life and career when he had not lived as much life. And yet it has been placed right at the end of the story of King David. Next week, we will hop out of this song and we will then go into, let me click over, David's last words. And we'll spend a little time in that because there are some things that happen in David's last uh, words as, again, he's reflecting. But we, we start seeing some regrets. We start seeing how decisions that he made affect his quality of life in his last days. And just like today's lesson, my hope and prayer is that it will cause you and I to stop and look at what David is experiencing and the regrets that David has, and we will make better choices. There's a song by DC Talk. Some of you will remember DC Talk, former band of Toby Mac. And there's a song that some people have got to learn the hard way. And I remember listening to that with one particular person who, oh my goodness, they seem to have to learn everything the hard way. I'm not one of those. And I... I am thankful that I can learn from the circumstances and mistakes of others and not have to go down the same road. With my own life, sometimes I think I need the hard way, but sometimes I can learn from what I see out of others. And that's what we're talking about this week. So we're going to read through much more than we normally do, but I'm only going to focus on at one verse. And the one verse is 2 Samuel 22, verse 42. We're going to read the 20 verses, 31 to 51. And I do want you to take some time and go back and look at that and reflect on it because there's some good stuff in there. But what jumped out at me as I read this was not all of David's words of praise for the Lord, such as God is my strong fortress, God's ways, way is perfect, which I totally agree with, but it's what he said his enemies did 
that caused my heart to break. As someone who has walked the Christian life now for, my goodness, over four decades, I can sometimes take for granted some of the privileges of belonging to the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings. And one I do not want to take for granted today is the privilege of crying out to the Lord and knowing that he hears me. Does he always answer in the way that I think is best? Absolutely not, because I am not God and I do not know. (laughs) But I know that when I cry out to the Lord, he hears me. Psalm 34, 17 says, The Lord hears his people when they call to him for help. He rescues them from all their troubles. And that rescue may look differently than what we anticipate it's going to be. We would like no consequences and we would like everything to work out to our liking. That's not what it means. But we know that he hears us and he is going to work all things together for the good of them who love him and are called according to his purpose. Psalm 40 verse 1 through 3. I waited patiently for the Lord to help me and he turned to me and he heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. That privilege, and David wrote that song as well, that privilege to turn to God in times of need and to cry out and know that God hears you. And so here we go. Psalm 22, 2 Samuel 22 31 to 51, starting with 31. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all those who look for to him for protection. For who is God except the Lord? Who but our God is a solid rock. God is my strong fortress and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bronze bow. You have given me your shield of victory. Your help has made me great. You have made a wide path for my feet to keep them from slipping. I chased my enemies and destroyed them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I consumed them. I struck them down so that they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. You have armed me with strength for the battle. You have subdued my enemies under my feet. You placed my foot on their necks. I have destroyed all who hated me. Pay special attention to this verse that I'm about to read. They looked for help, but no one came to their rescue. They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. Verse 43, I ground them as fine as the dust of the earth. I trampled them in the gutter like dirt. You gave me victory over my accusers. You preserved me as the ruler over nations. People I don't even know now serve me. Foreign nations cringe before me. As soon as they hear of me, they submit. They all lose their courage and come trembling from their strongholds. The Lord lives. Praise to my rock. May God, the rock of my salvation, be exalted. He is the God who pays back those who harm me. He brings down the nations under me and delivers me from my enemies. You hold me safe beyond the reach of my enemies. You save me from violent opponents. For this, O Lord, I will praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. 
You give great victories through your king. You show unfailing love to your anointed, to David and all his descendants forever. You can hear that David, as he wrote this song, was on cloud nine. He was at a sweet place in life where he had seen God bring him through the 10 years of being stalked by King Saul. You see the multiple different enemies that he has faced and God has brought him through. And we could, we could spend some time looking at that and thinking about the times of victory in our own life. But I really have been touched and moved by verse 42. They looked for help, but no one came to the rescue. They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. I don't know about you. I mean, I know that people, when they hear the word enemy, we can have a tendency to dehumanize someone who is considered an enemy and especially an enemy of the godly. I hope to never be in that place because if I had not been born into a family of people who love me, if I had not been born in a country with the freedoms that I have, if I had not been taken to church as a two-year-old by the family next door, I just don't even know where I might be and what faith I might subscribe to if I had been born in a different place to a different people. I could be that person considered an enemy of the Lord. Again, growing up in the United States of America, the privileges to worship The focus when I was a child on, especially where I was brought up, to, like, it was love God, know that Jesus died on the cross for you. Like, that was just a no-brainer. And by God's grace, I thank him for that. I know that it's not quite that way anymore, but there's still a lot of emphasis on who God is and the sacrifice of Jesus. Like, I didn't have to look for the gospel of Jesus Christ. The gospel of Jesus Christ was brought right into my lap. I won't say into my home, but right into my lap. And yet, they looked for help, but no one came to the rescue. They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. I've asked you in your weekly assignment feature to take a few moments to contemplate what it would be like to know the Lord would not listen when you cry. If that does not move you to compassion, I do not know what would. Because we as followers of Jesus Christ, which the majority of people listening to the sound of my voice would fall into that camp. We cry out and God hears us. And we know that even if he doesn't act immediately, even if he doesn't act in the way that we want him to, we can know per God's word that he hears us when we cry. But that is not the case for those who do not have a relationship with him. If this person, if this enemy had really been crying out to follow the Lord, our God, that was David's God, God would have heard heard him. That's a new word. God would have heard him. But this person was just crying out in a last-ditch effort to save his life. And God knew that. 
and God did not answer the cry. You and I are privileged. You and I can know that in our deepest, darkest moments, we can cry out with broken hallelujahs, and the Lord of Lords, the King of Kings, the Lord of Heaven's armies, will hear our cry and will act. So I ask you, who do you have in your life, friend or foe, who would be in this situation of verse 42? They even cried to the Lord, but he refused to answer. Who do you have around you who does not have a relationship with Jesus Christ, that does not have the Lord to cry out to? When they cry, the Lord, yes, hears. He he is not that he gets rid of his sensory ability, but hearing and acting are two different things. I believe God is always listening for a cry for him. But when someone just cries for help with no, no intention to reach out and follow, that's a different story. And you and I have the opportunity. Not only do we have the privilege of crying out to the Lord, we have the privilege of connecting others with the Lord who hears, the Lord who sees, the Lord who loves, the Lord who acts. What are you going to do this week in order to connect someone or many someones to the Lord who not only is willing to hear their cry, but to meet them in the midst of their darkness? Thank you so much for tuning in. There's information down below in the show notes about all of our episodes, how to begin a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Maybe you're a person who does not have the Lord to cry out to. You're still searching. You can reach out to me via email, encouraging others and loving Jesus at gmail.com. I would love to talk to you. For us who are believers, take a few moments to contemplate what it would be like to know the Lord would not listen when you cry and then spend some time thanking him that he does hear you, that he is there, that he will never leave you nor forsake you. How incredible a privilege is that? And next week we will look, begin to look at David's last words. Please join us then. Please share with others. Remember, this is free for you to listen to and free for you to share. And then remember, it's always a trust and obey kind of day. Mm -hmm.